I would probably wait outside for anyone who wanted to go to the bathroom yeah. and then charge at them. <laughs> I put the gorgeous in gore. Hi, and welcome to Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerd's Way. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm John. And with us, we have a special guest of ours, a f- mutual friend of ours. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, this is really weird. I've not done this before. I'm Stephen. I just thought you were going to say. Yeah. Uh, this is Stephen. I'll be like, hey, how you doing? You know, like every other podcast. But, you know. Well, um, this is, uh, we decided to bring in a guest and we'll have, be having another guest later on this evening as well, possibly. Mm. Um... We have a couple of ideas for the, today's episodes. Uh, we actually, well, this is the first time we've ever recorded, uh, live streamed. Uh, we have two other camera angles as well. And yeah, all good fun. So we've got uh, something fun happening this evening. Uh, and we are planning to go and see the film It. Now, it sounds like he forgot what it was called. It's like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's called it's um, uh, that killer clown movie that I'm terrified to see. Yeah, that's basically Do you the know plan. why it's called It? Uh, it's based off Stephen King's It, I think. But, um... No, I think, I know. Yeah, well, but why does it mean something? Like, Honestly, I don't know. I haven't read the book. Okay, we'll have to find I out. I would say it's dehumanising. Well, I do Ooh, know that there yeah. is... There is uh, Possible spoilers. Um, there is the la 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 la. la. <laughs> no, 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 not in this episode. Oh, okay. uh, sorry, not in this because this is a two-part series as oh, well. Okay. So you've got the first one coming out now, which is already out, yeah. and you have another um, one coming out later on. Okay. So it in too. the book, I haven't read it, but I do know the premise and the plot of it. In the book, um, they actually go through interdimensional travel, and there's a giant turtle which they talk to. Um, uh, I don't believe you. Not even kidding. I didn't see that <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Okay. Um, so basically, the the whole thing with that is the turtle is preservation, I think it is, oh. and it is representation of consumption. Uh, but that's what I, I, I... This is years ago that I read this type of stuff, so fun times. Oh, John's had enough, he's out. Um, <laughs> well, let's hope the turtle's in the movie, right? I hope so, that's but that, well, there's a lot of stuff in the book that isn't in the uh, movie. Has everything filmed? Yes, that's true, but this one is probably for the best. I think there was like an orgy scene that was meant to be in there, so... Because it's in the book with clowns and oh, goodness, stabbing. Right. No, thank you. If I saw that, I, I no, I'd, I'd have to weep violently. Okay. So, uh, just a quick overview. Now, we haven't done a podcast in a while, and we Shh, don't tell them our secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we apologise vehemently for that. Uh, but we've both been quite busy as of late, uh, but things are starting to settle down now. So every time we get the opportunity, we're going to jump in and mm. uh, really get into this type of fun recording oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall we get started? I guess so. Cue the music. <laughs> I was more thinking we'll be silent and you can edit something in there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah right. that's fine. Um, (laughs) I'm going to have fun editing this It's going to be fantastic for you I would like to propose That coffee is Not likely to But absolutely going to Cause the apocalypse Thoughts? You take my coffee away from me It'll end your life. Give me your coffee. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm not going to be ashamed in admitting this, but I love the occasional brew. Yourself? Steve? For me, I have one. I have two pints every morning. Right. I'm downgraded to mugs now, though. Oh, But for enough. a very long time, 
a pint was, was... A pint of coffee? Yeah, I don't know. Something about it cooled down really quickly, so I got to really chug oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, um, in the pint glass, of the esophagus. I'm definitely addicted to coffee. Mm-hmm. Have it every day. I try to go once a week so I don't get headaches mm-hmm. when I go when I can't have a coffee. Yep. Yeah, so I, that's I love the stuff. That headache is going to be key to my theory that okay. coffee is going to cause the apocalypse. All right, talk so to my, myself, I for the longest time I wouldn't drink coffee, and the main reason behind it was that addiction. I didn't ever want to get to, addicted to coffee. Mm-hmm. Now most people would think that it might be because I want to save money or I'm worried about my heart, like the effect of caffeine on your body. However, I really don't want to get addicted because as soon as the apocalypse happens, like. Who is going to have a coffee plant, like, growing out the back of their hideout where there's, like... Is that going to be you, Adam, or...? I mean, I do have a factory in Guatemala that produces <laughs> the highest quality grip. <laughs> um, okay. I... That is a problem, and I must admit that. Uh, there's going to be... It's caffeine gonna, withdrawal. Yeah, that's right. It's like in prison, everyone's, like, addicted to cigarettes or whatever, so they have to do everything they can to access cigarettes in prison. Mm. So when the apocalypse happens, like, coffee is going to become this, like dark kind of black market trade scene where everyone's going to try and get their hands on coffee I yeah possibly but out of all the like I know people who've cut out caffeine and things like that and been fine yeah but it is an interesting thought I mean I dread the idea of going with that coffee Mm. um but that's only because of the obviously the caffeine element of it, which is you know the addictive part. Mm. So, I mean, you could supplement that with tea, I guess, because that's also got caffeine. I, I have a feeling tea will be easier to find. Yeah, no, I mean, you can grow that stuff pretty wild, I guess. Um, but anyway, that's an aside. My real theory isn't about what happens after the apocalypse with oh, regards okay. to coffee. Mm-hmm. It's I think that the apocalypse is going to be caused by coffee. Now, what I think is going to happen is slowly the price of coffee is just going to go up and up and up as people drink it more and more and get more addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And basically, the owners of the, all the coffee in the world, um, like whatever have you, the manufacturers of the coffee being uh, ground coffee mix or whatever, hmm. they're going to just keep moving it up because they have control over you once you have the addiction. And basically, people are going to be wanting coffee so bad and they're not going to be able to afford it. And once the point happens where someone would rather steal coffee than to actually pay for it, mm-hmm. boom, a societal collapse, everyone's at each other's throats trying to find coffee however they can. Well, I mean, that could be the same, like said, the same for food as well, really. I mean, I'm not addicted to food, but I do enjoy a nice steak on occasion. Mm. Um, so I don't see... That is a huge deal because they could just like, well, we're going to up the price of food, you filthy peasants. Yes, number one. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I should think... remind people if they've forgotten. Oh yeah, you every should... every mm-hmm. time Adam, if Adam gets two chances to call people peasants, mm-hmm. and after that, I get to hit him with a bamboo stick. So now it's... every other episode, he stopped right when he got to two. Oh, so yeah. I haven't actually got the stick with me now. But <laughs> if he does, I'll allow you to slap me across the face, and obviously Whoa. we've got three. Yeah, yeah, I've got without any type of retribution whatsoever okay so um that's a good deal yeah. maybe i'll let steve do this hey that's fine <laughs> just be careful of these delicate get delicate backhand. Oh, oh. backhand oh we're going backhand are we oh goodness maybe i shouldn't have agreed to this uh anyhow um <laughs> but coffee i mean 
you could go into like the environmental aspect of it as well because you know vast sums of coffee beans having to be grown which can mm. lead to the uh, drying out of soil interestingly enough uh, coffee beans although you can use it for compost they do reduce the nitrogen content of the soil so having too many coffee beans everywhere means that we can't grow uh, delicious vegetables anymore right except for beans Except for beans <laughs> that produce their own nitrogen. Mm, right. Good coal no, I like it. See, there you go. Learn something new every day. And that's from the farmer Wait, of the group. Coffee beans as well. I don't know. My mind just did something weird there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how that works. Yeah, coffee beans. So they produce their own nitrogen, but when they go back into the soil, they get rid of it. I don't know. Someone look up the science and tell me because I'm clearly not a good guy. I'm sensing dark magic. Uh, that's basically my go-to for anything that I can't explain. It's dark magic. Uh, so, yes. Uh, interesting theory. Uh, Let I me think- know on the comments if you think that coffee can cause the apocalypse or if you think that I'm crazy and it's not going to happen. I'm all for crazy, but that is crazy. Okay. Um, and you're new to drinking coffee. Yeah, yeah you are new. Yeah, he's very new to drinking coffee. So it's coffee. obviously affecting your mind in interesting ways. I, I had a coffee at, what, like nine, uh, maybe nine o'clock or something. I'm still shaking. Look at this. Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, see, that's the caffeine leaving your system. Um, um, where'd you get that coffee from, John? Uh, some friend called Steve gave it to I me. I didn't mean in that context. I was trying to pitch a selling point for a cafe. Oh, okay. So, we've got a few interesting topics today. So, first off, uh, possibly what will be occurring, um, we are going to see it, as we said, but we plan on coming back to this wonderful uh, little place that John has here uh, and doing a quick review of it. And I mean lightning quick review. Uh, and we'll be having another special guest with us uh, from the... Um, um, I'm taking a blank. Um, the Time Warp movie review podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Screen review. Screen time review warp. Time so Warp. So these guys, the, they're friends of ours yep. and they have a really great podcast. Check their podcast out. They're amazing. Uh, they are funny. I thoroughly enjoy their input and their views on uh, like a vast sum of movies. Like they changed my mind about Wonder Woman. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's a spoil podcast as well, so just be mindful of that. Uh, yeah, watch the movie first, then listen to yeah. it. I mean, I don't really care about spoilers, so I just I absolutely can't stand spoilers. Even if there's like a very so, low chance I'll ever see the movie, yeah. I, I refuse any spoilers. Well, you've only just started watching Game of Thrones as well. Uh, yes. Then you say you hate spoilers. So, allow me to spoil Spoil the entire no, series. No, 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 no. So Joffrey becomes High no. King uh, and decides what? that he's going to. No, I don't know. Um, well, that's a, that is a tricky game because oh if boy. you're on any kind of social media, people talk about it quite a lot. Yeah. So, I, I fear for you, man. Yeah, that's right. On that it's one. been very difficult. But the main fact I haven't been spoiled so far is. Uh, I just didn't care at all. So I'd see something and go, I know nothing about it. I know nothing about Game of Thrones. I'm Jon Snow, I know nothing. (laughs) Oh, that's a spoiler right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, spoiler. Oh, no. Uh, So we're going to have one of our guests, um, uh, Andrew from Great That Podcast. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, he'll give us his insight into this horror movie of doom. There's this YouTube channel. It's this great one. A co-worker of mine actually introduced me to it. Mm -hmm. So basically, there's this guy, he, I'm not sure if he owns the land or if he just goes out to a public park or something, but I don't know that it's really that public because he seems to be able to do whatever he wants. Okay. Basically, this guy, the premise of the YouTube channel is how you would survive if you were living on your own with no assistance by technology. So the channel is called Primitive Technology. Essentially, he goes in researching how people used to do things like build their own boat, like... 
um, uh, make roof tiles, make shacks, places oh, to right. live, stay warm. Even he has this amazing furnace which he uses to uh, harden clay into roof tiles and into pots and mm-hmm. everything that he needs. It's amazing to look back on how we used to do things because. We take so much for granted these days, like oh, even staying dry in a house. That was difficult to achieve when you have old, just wood anyway. You mm-hmm. you have leaks. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have something that's actually waterproof, you've got to use something better than that. So is that a couple of podcasts ago, you made mention of a, a video of a man who you know whittled his own wood to create a bow. Is that the same channel? Uh, yes. Yeah. So okay. primitive technology. I mentioned it last time because I saw him building his own bow out of basically a tree that he found in yeah. the middle of this forest. And I was so amazed and excited to do it myself. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's illegal to take like cut up a tree at a local park. So I decided to go to Bunnings and, and use PVC. PVC. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So... Um, Steve, you're like you like primitive technology type of development. Don't yeah, you? I think I've seen one of his videos mm-hmm. um, where I don't, I don't know if it was him or not, but a guy in a forest he built a little house, a little furnace, and all that kind of stuff. So mm. it's probably the same guy. Yeah, yeah he doesn't um, talk in any of his videos no. at all. It's, oh, just, so it's just silence. It's shots of him doing it, and mm. then the video ends. There's no introduction and ending. He doesn't talk mm. you through it or anything. It's brilliant. But the whole oh, time okay. you can hear the forest like. In the background, it, oh, and it's amazing. That's cool. I like it. So Let's talk more. Something action. that I want to do is just go into the wilderness for like a few months and just be out there. A few months, yeah, Jeez, just for an experience. Yeah, I well, often think of um, Jesus in the wilderness for forty days, or Moses in the mountain, or Ezekiel forty days. I don't know something about forty days in the wilderness. Yeah. 40 days. 40 days. That's the challenge I want to accept at well, least. Four in biblical numerology is a symbol of death, funnily enough. 40? No, four. Oh, so four. four, you know, yeah, four yeah, that's interesting. So, it's interestingly enough... Maybe you couldn't last one more day longer than that. Maybe. Or uh, your old self is dying, and then you come out yeah. in person. No, yeah, no. that's interesting. Well, uh, but anyway, that's a, that's a topic for a different course. Apparently none of them ain't during it. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. Mm. I mean, I enjoy a good... Food. I was going to say burger, but I mean, they probably didn't have burgers back then. <laughs> Holy <laughs> science, we've got two viewers. I love it. So you would advise us to watch that to get a better understanding. Because obviously, when the apocalypse comes, or some massive societal well, it's disaster... It's like um, Irma right now, right? They yeah. Don't, uh, one of the problems is no sewage and, you know, yeah. cooking and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of people... Hurricane Emma in Florida? Oh, right. Like, was it like a 25% of, the, like, homes and everything just wiped out? Yeah. Uh, I saw, actually, a pretty funny uh, video on YouTube or Facebook or something like that. An uh, uh, Englishman had just moved to Florida, like, brought his dream house and everything like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's lovely. And he's doing this video. He's going, yeah, I, you know, spent my life savings to come here. Like, he's chirpy and everything like that. Okay. And he's got a... Like, he, he's selfieing the video, right? So behind him, he's got his house, which is, you know, you're looking at it, and it's like, that's in shambles. Anyway, he turns around, he's like, oh, yeah, here we've got, um, you know, a, a wall and a wall. And then he turns around again, and he's like, no wall, no roof, no wall. Like, the entire yeah, right. house is open up. But, like, when the apocalypse comes, the technological clock is reset. We're back to square one, mm. you know? But there's so many, like, there's dangers involved with that as well. Like, think... Like, there's fail-safes put into it and everything like that. But you can't... Like, they kind of touch on it on certain, uh, like, apocalypse-themed TV shows and movies. And I don't know the full physics behind it, which I'd like to know. Uh, nuclear power plants, you know, um, they've got fail-safes and what have you. But mm. plutonium's got, like, enriched plutonium, uranium, which they use in this type of uh, process of creating power. is highly volatile. It's got a half-life of a billion years or something like that. So it's quite... 
unpleasant. So, but anyway, so back that. to the uh, original. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the welcome to Surviving <laughs> the Apocalypse and Nerdzoid, where we go on long-winded tangents about pretty much anything. It's a good thing we got that sound effect with a ding. Ding. Going yeah. around. <laughs> Remember to put that in for a yeah, while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this channel I like to compare it to Bear Grylls. So Bear Grylls is a popular TV show that's out there, basically showing you how to survive in given situations. But he's kind of always has the assumption that you're going to get rescued eventually. So basically, mm-hmm. how can you survive long enough to get to civilization or to get to someone to save you? But what if but there's no civilization? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So primitive technology comes in, and it's more about. How can you just survive indefinitely yeah. in the world? Because mm-hmm. we've, we've just going to rely on our creature comforts that we get every day here. And I'm guilty of that massively. I mean, I enjoy coming home, having a glass of scotch, a glass of wine. You know, all these creature comforts and everything like that. We can't... It's going to be so difficult to break that habit. You know? I just... Mm. I think it's going to be a very interesting situation. Um Jono, it's okay. People are viewing and liking the stuff. It's yeah, okay. Don't I'm, out there's doing... a question. <laughs> a live question has come on Facebook Live. Oh, okay. What's what up? happens when all of the population is zombies? How will they adapt to life without food source? Okay, okay, so okay. Just to clarify, okay. you, who, who asked that question? Oh, Gabby. Hello, dear Gabby. All right. So, uh, just to clarify, Gabby, are you talking about... Uh, the zombies, are they not going to have a food source? Or are you talking about the survivors? I, I think she means, yeah, zombies. What so, happens to all the population? So they run out yeah. of food because they've eaten all those healthy but people. What happened? Okay, so if you've ever read Max's, uh, Max Brooks' uh, Zombie Survival Guide or World War Z, which I, I, like World War Z, I put up as like the best zombie literature out there. It's written perfectly. Okay. Um, I, if you haven't read it, like the way it's, like you can tear through the book and like a few hours because the way it's written it's broken up into certain uh, if you hear that noise oh, wait wait wait, wait no 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 if you hear that noise that's a segment that's coming later um, anyway <laughs> so Mac, uh, Max Brooks and his uh, how he has written it right they're virtually immortal like these zombies are immortal like okay. they survive in the depths of the ocean that's in salt water mm. um, indefinitely however if you take a different approach which I think this is more likely um, through like 28 days later. So like type of bacterial infestation in the medulla oblongata or frontal lobe or prefrontal mm. cortex, whatever, um, will strip away basically everything to your primal instincts, which is food, reproduction, uh, and that's pretty much about it, and rest and protection and life. Uh, so would they evolve back to normal? Mm. And how would the normal population evolving so that's interesting I always thought the zombies just wanted to eat brains I didn't think of this thing that you have which they would eat normal food for sustenance Mm -hmm. I thought they'd just be kept alive until their bodies withered away because they didn't have enough food that's how zombies were like in the Simpsons it's always about brains Brains. brains. and then that's kind of all gone away with pop yeah yeah, with that it's more you know flesh for instance like that Mm. and so if you take wood, but mm. maybe she's right. Like they'll develop their own kind of culture. Like once everyone's in this mono zombie mode, mm-hmm. there'll be culture, and maybe they'll develop. There was another zombie book called Zombie Files. Okay, um, I think it's called Zombie Files. I read it um, like ages ago, and it was dreadful. But it did actually present this type of question, where these, like a few of these zombies, like drones, for instance, like they were kind of categorized as ants, right? Mm. So you've got uh, the queen, and then you've got 
you know, the queen, the sorry, the like overseers and then the workers and things like that. Or bees would probably be, I don't know. Anyway, um, so in this book, you had zombies which had intelligence, which okay. is a terrifying prospect. And at the end of the book, yeah, spoiler, but you don't want to read the book. It's dreadful anyways. So at the end of the book, you have... <laughs> at the end of the book, you've got uh, this president doing a broadcast. Mm-hmm. And it's saying, oh, yes, we will fight them in the, uh, we will fight them in the, uh, wherever, we'll fight, basically like a talk of Winston Churchill, essentially, like that, like his speech, essentially, we'll fight them on the beaches and all that type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, hide him. Um, that type of stuff. And then, like, the reveal at the end of the book is that's the zombie. And they're talking about, like, the zombie's now sitting in the White House and all that type of stuff. But the question is, so, depending on which type of zombies rise... And it talks about, you know, for instance, going back to normal. Now, if a person's brain matter has been stripped away into, like, obliterate, like, just it's been obliterated, essentially, either through radiation, through nuclear uh, stuff, through bacterial infestation, once brain cells die, they are dead, they do not come back. So it's very unlikely that if, uh, let's say, everyone on the planet becomes zombies, it's very unlikely that they are going to evolve a culture and that they will evolve back to normal. Uh, All right, thank you for that very in-depth explanation. Yeah, it's my pleasure. <clears throat> let's just close up that section about primitive technology. Yes. So, <laughs> <I> think... <laughs> yes, primitive technologies, I love it. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, Basically, I think it's one of the most useful resources these days because it actually tells you how to survive on your own out mm. there in the world, in the wild, even if it's just you and you don't have a crew of people to work with. Mm. Obviously, like, I have some rather trust issues when it comes to uh, anti sorry, uh, post-apocalyptic society, right? So when it comes to starting a group, it's got to be a group of people with whom I trust, like yeah. with whom I have a, like, a lot of trust in because resources are going to be slim, People love eating, so if you have mm. more food than someone else, that person's going to get angry and, you know, conflict's going to start and, you know, you're going to end up getting more food through somebody dying. Uh, so primitive technology. I think it's a brilliant idea to watch. I think it's a, maybe in the show notes you could put I'll a link, link into it. the yeah. stuff, yeah. And we've said that before and we've never done it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gone back and edited in some of the oh, links now, so hopefully they all appear. But if there's any ever anything that you want to know that we talked about the apocalypse, you can't find it, send us a message, comment on our Facebook page going, you guys suck, and we'll reply. Please, okay, we'll put up all the links later on, but if you have any hate mail, I think it's uh, thenerdsway at gmail.com. Uh, wait, only I check that email. I know that, but address it to me, and, oh, okay. and John here will send it to me, because I okay. love receiving hate mail. But then, if you have anything positive to say, address, address it, it to, to me. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you know, works. black and white, yin and yang, all that stuff. Bulking up for the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Now, as we both know, I prefer to. I, I do marathons, right? Um, but my marathons involve sitting on the couch with a bag of Doritos and watching vastly like Friends. Now, there's or, one way to bulk up. Yeah, but <laughs> you're going to be slow for the zombies. But yeah, you know, whatever. But uh, so to this type of uh, type of conversation and topic, uh, because I'm absolutely useless at this, this will be these two probably having most of the conversation. But before we get into it, let's answer this uh, community question. There goes your phone. Remind me a new phone, Adam. Taking what movies slash TV depictions of various scenarios about zombie apocalypse, do you think people will return to their more primitive instincts? Do you think there will be a basis for uh, government and laws, etc.? Um, I don't believe so, but once again, it all comes down to the type of zombification that's going to happen uh, through to... 
well, because we did touch on the subject beforehand, which if you want to get the full, like a better explanation, uh, go back and listen to the podcast when it's released, which would be in a couple of days, I'd imagine. Um, however, depending on the type of apocalypse, uh, zombie apocalypse that occurs through medical reasons, irradiation, you know, mutations, what have you, um, if the brain matter dies, it is dead. And it will not be returning. That is like it, there is some type of scientific breakthroughs recently with the ability to regrow uh, certain brains, uh, brain cells. But generally speaking, once it's gone, I'm, it's gone. I'm taking another point of view on this, though. So, say for instance, conflict. <laughs> they say there's like different levels of intelligence throughout creatures. So you have like chickens; they won't know to walk around a wall to get to the food. They'll mm-hmm. just sit there staying, and they know they can't get past this fence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have dogs; they know instantly. Oh, just walk another way see if I can find the food so I think maybe there's some level of intelligence that zombies will have and there will be some kind of culture They're definitely, definitely not to the level that we have now but there'll have to be some kind of culture well they, that's evident in all of nature right so zombies generally are not going to attack zombies right I mean that's that's kind of it uh, but there was when was that that was um uh, I was listening to it recently. Oh, um, it, a cool little, actually another little podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm promoting a different podcast. Um, it's called... You're not allowed to do that. Oh, sorry, he'll edit this out. But uh, it's a cool little podcast called We're Alive, and it's a zombie uh, survival type of mm. podcast, like an audio drama. It's fantastic, love it. Um, but with reverting back to like primal instincts and stuff like that, what are our primal instincts? Eat, sleep... Uh, can it? What is it? All all of human motivation is based around like three things: can I hurt it or will it hurt me? Mm. Can I have sex with it? Yeah. And can I eat it? Like that's primitive, primal, yeah. basic stuff, right? So that I think will be what will happen. We'll revert to that type of mentality uh, in a certain aspect. Uh, I like cool. um, that. Yeah. Anyway, so you guys talk about your bulking up stuff. Ah, uh, sorry. Okay. Uh, if you've got, I, was, I, I like one. Um, I like an episode of Community. Where um, they they have a, there's a zombie virus in the party food. The oh government. yeah yeah yeah. And, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. so good. And they just when they all do become zombies, they will just return to being who they are essentially. Jeff's texting, you know, Britta's saying annoying things still. Like everything's normal, but now they're just zombi- zombies. Yeah. Well, it all comes down to the virus that's released, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah, but I just thought that was an interesting take. That really nothing's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. They're just zombies now. And if you're not a zombie, they'll bite you, and then you join the pack. I think yeah, I'll pass. It's good. I, I don't know. It's just I never really saw it like that before. All right, let's move anyway. on. So, um, straight off the bat, I'm not, I'm feeling pretty sore. Yeah, me too. So we went to um, the gym yesterday. Yep, and uh, that could, could be seen as a um, disadvantage if I was in a uh, tricky spot. I'm mm. a little bit sore from working out, maybe. So you know? there's one side of that. So when we're gymming today, uh, like let's say we go to the gym today and we do a huge workout, tomorrow apocalypse breaks out. We're a lot worse off than anyone else. But if we continue to gym for a few months, the apocalypse starts a few months from now, we'll be a lot stronger. Mm. So it does help us to survive. Yeah. Um, that's when you need to get used to feeling the pain, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Bane is your friend. Yes, you can do it. It is exactly. So, um, I've, but even gymming itself helps us to develop our pain threshold, doesn't it? Yeah. No, totally. Do you want me to hold Bobby? Yes. So we sounded really manly, and then you were like, "Do you want me <laughs> to hold, hold the puppy?" puppy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, where are you wanting to go with this? Anyway, bolting so up in the apartment. how can it help us? Well, I mean, well, it's. 
I can scale a fence easier. I can climb up buildings, parkour, you know. Ooh. Being able to do a chin-up is important, yeah. you know, climbing over a wall. I don't know how many out there, if you actually just try to jump and pull yourself up, it can mm. be pretty well, hard. If you, you need to run away from a bunch of zombies and the, the only way escape is up a tree because yeah. it's a huge field. Totally. It's one tree. You've just got to get up there before it grabs your leg, bites you, you're gone. Well, like in your job, you're climbing a lot, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm a tree climber. Yep. Um... That's what I do, but mm-hmm. I have uh, spikes and on my legs. and. But your passion is, like, also rock climbing, is it not? Like, you do some rock climbing? Uh, not at um, proper places. I just like scaling, like, any okay, rocky area, like at the beach or climbing hills and mountains, whatever. Mm-hmm. So one of our viewers has pointed out uh, cardio as well has a huge benefit. Oh, definitely. I, like, that's something uh, in uh, Zombieland. There is a, you know, you need to do 30 minutes of cardio a day because, you know, the zombies are shambling after you ah. and, like, you're real quickly trying to get the keys and he's coming after you. So it's just like, <laughs> you go for a quick jog, go a big circle, then come back over the car and you're done. I ah. think that's a brilliant idea. Is Zombieland, that's... good movie, watch it. Yeah. Good. We tied it back to being a nerd because this has been another episode where we actually talk about surviving yeah, the apocalypse, which well, we're fitness. not supposed to do. <laughs> we just talk about random stuff and then try yeah, and tie yeah. it into surviving the apocalypse. So, how important is fitness to zombies? Do you think, or do you think that part of the pain threshold is oh, pain threshold's off? gone? But what about just physical? Like, so if you haven't run in a long time, mm-hmm. you start to struggle to breathe. Like, the zombie still needs to breathe, right? Well, it depends on. Well, no. Yeah, I no. mean, okay. So, like, twenty-eight days later, zombies. Yeah. They. They're essentially human, but infected with the rage virus. Okay, mm. so they're going to tear you apart, eat your flesh, and everything like that, uh, and then walk away. However, if they're injured, they still have to like they can ignore the pain, but like if their wound gets infected and things like that, the, the infection will take place, and eventually they will die through septicemia or what have you. However, uh, zombies like Dawn of the Dead. You know, you've got people with they've got people with their uh, you know faces completely torn off or arms ripped yeah. off. You know. Uh, what's that? A Walking Dead, you know, the popular AMC uh, yeah. TV series. You know, there's all that, like, there was a slush one, like, completely, like, submerged in water for, like, years, and it survived. Human beings cannot have that. So it all depends on what breaks out. But yes, thank you, Sean, for saying that cardio is important. That is something I definitely agree with. Personally, I like to do my cardio outside of the gym. Like mm. running out in the outside, you can learn your environment around because you need to know the roads around you. I, if you're anything yeah. like me, you use Google Maps to get everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you can know your local area where the safe spots are going to be when something happens, say societal collapse, mm-hmm. you need to know where the safe spots are, where the dangerous spots that you want to avoid are, etc. Et yeah, I think that's a, yeah, that's a fair point. But the gym itself. I often feel like it's a waste of time. Like, I just think about all the energy I'm using to lift this huge weight, and it's achieving nothing except to train me, right? So, maybe there's some value there, though, in terms of creating a a new way that we can survive. Because I've always been a nerd. I'm a programmer by trade. I don't really do any kind of... I never used to do any fitness or anything like that. I've... Not being able to lift... But you do marathons yourself, do you not? Like proper triathlons and stuff. Yeah, I've done a half marathon, a few triathlons. So I've, my, I feel like my cardio is good. But when it comes to I need to save, for instance, someone who's going to be useful to me in my squad of people surviving the apocalypse, they've been trapped under a burning car or something, I need to be able to lift them. I can use adrenaline, sure, but there's situations where I'm just going to need to be strong. I'm going to need to be able to lift things. I'm going to need to be able to move things. And 
basically as well if you have a weapon that your arms get sore after a while and like <laughs> I mean, anyway. I've got to chop wood on occasion for my fireplace and that yeah. can get you know tiring real quick that's annoying but yeah mm. so we need we need to develop our physical abilities to be able to survive that's if right. you think about it in terms of an RPG we just need more XP in the strength skill you know <laughs> so my apologies um Whoa. <laughs> yeah that happens <laughs> So, because I haven't been watching the podcast, I don't know what your actual views are on um, society, so mm-hmm. groups and stuff, because I'm thinking straight away, well, some are brains and some are brawns. Well, we you don't, know? we haven't um, uh, covered into, like, full group dynamics or anything like that, because, you know, we've got to work. We need content for future episodes, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But that's certainly a topic we'll be discussing in a different uh, date, you know, what role will you play in an apocalyptic survival scenario yeah because I mean we need people grinding in the gym for strength for flipping those cars pushing those big boulders in front of doorways or whatever Branding. but then we need someone like I think of um, Tactician The Last of Us where um, I love this there's a group of people that go to the the dam it's a um, a power plant to the dam and they, they get it up and running and it's like and they have power and it's awesome I have no idea how to do that. Mm. Like, I wouldn't have a clue how to get this thing One of, going, you know what I mean? In my zombie survival um, group and plan, uh, there is one person in uh, who I have in mind who is, like, necessary for survival. It's he's like, me, right? No. Um, oh, he's an excellent genius. <laughs> I've got a puppy looking at me, so I'm distracted to talk about something else, peasants. Yeah, number two. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you good girl. Anyway, um, so, uh, puppies wiped my brain. Someone in your group? Oh, someone in my group, yes. Uh, someone very important. Um, he's, I don't want to reveal his name uh, because I don't want anyone else trying to steal his glory and intelligence. Anyway, so my goal is to save him like instantly. He's a next level genius. I think he's like a... Uh, he was a high, or he is a high school science teacher. He knows how to he knows how to run like I'm pretty sure he can run a aircraft carrier. Probably not by himself, oh, wow. but, but like he understands like the physics behind it all and everything like that. It's pretty pretty cool. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Okay, so fitness important. Um, get off the couch, go for a walk, start running. I'm not following that advice because thirty I'm, minutes cardio. Thirty minutes cardio. Yeah, it's like Every that's day. that's what it's meant to be, isn't it? Thirty minutes cardio a day. Yeah. yeah. So do that. Honestly, it will help improve your life as well. Um, so yeah, and it may look like Steve was just touching my crutch area. It actually really would have looked like that. Yeah, really it? well. Wow. But it's literally. Like yeah. Oh my! <laughs> but it's literally. I have. A puppy on my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. On my life. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. I was Perceptions. Like, oh my! Yeah. I was tempted just to go. Oh goodness! So yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. Steve, uh, sorry. Uh, what's our next topic of mm. conversation, there, John? Well, we have an interesting comment. You okay. should be able to make your own safe area, so not somewhere that everyone else is going to go. Because mm-hmm. having too many people is a liability. Oh, Just oh, like yeah, being definitely. on your own. Like I don't need to convince you that people are a liability, <laughs> mm-hmm. but maybe for me, that's something I need to realise. I can't just hang with the masses. No. Bad idea. It's like I've mentioned it before on a um, previous podcast, I think our very first one, in fact, where it says um, there was a Facebook group, or I think it was even MySpace at the time, uh, a Facebook group that says, oh, if the zombie apocalypse comes, uh, if the zombie apocalypse happens, meet us at Bunnings. And I was like, that's going to turn into a meat grinder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I Stay away from Bunnings, people. If the dead yeah, rise, that's not a place to be. So the next topic of conversation we're going to talk about is... Uh, puppies. <laughs> is, it, is it actually puppies? Yes. Ah, puppies! Okay, so... Puppies are good. Um, I've got... Uh, this is not my puppy. Uh, this is dear Stephen, so I shall pass her back to you. She's Sorry. very sleepy. There you go, puppy kill. 
So. Hopefully we don't wake her up too soon because she will need to pee otherwise. <laughs> so this is uh, so introduce the puppy. This is Peling. She is a um, Sharpay cross with a bull Arab. A bull Arab, if you don't know, is um, a Great Dane uh, greyhound mix with Rottweiler and all kinds of fun things like that. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. so cute. So, now, this type of topic is... I love this type of topic. Um, oh, what's that? Uh, can puppies become the undead? Um, for Resident Evil, yes, they can, they can. Uh, what's the other one? Um, I Am Legend series. Uh, what's that series actually called? Uh, the... Uh, Dark, dark light, dark, dark something. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. You guys talk about puppies for a second. So you just recently uh, got paid, didn't you? Yes. So it's a new dog. She's nine uh, weeks old right now. If the apocalypse was to break out right now, would you just leave her behind? Be honest. It's um, it's a tough one. I'd like to think I would. <laughs> I would want to take my dog. It's something I've often thought about as well. Like when I had my old dog. Just when she's, at, I know she's at home, and if something happened, we had to leave. My dog's going to starve in the backyard. Oh yeah, like that's something that I've thought about before. So it's like with her, she's going to be my dog that comes with me everywhere, as many yeah. places I can take her. So because um, as she grows, she's going to change from being a liability into an asset. Really, yeah. yeah. Well, because she's going to be a fairly big dog if they're trained right. Yeah. So that's the thing that you need to put in heaps of time and energy. It's and you can't be lazy with it. That's the thing. So initially it is a massive liability and, and time, you know, a lot of time. So what's the biggest thing? I don't know. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you've learned about training her so far? Dark Seekers! <sighs> Boom! Right, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, basically, because uh, I had a dog, uh, Beagle beforehand and I taught her heaps in her first year. Um but um, I was uh, with her, because she sat, learned to sit on the first day and go to bed on the second day at six weeks old. Wow. Mm, and awesome. that was with, you know, good, just two 15-minute sessions, basically. But then once she knew it, then I tell her to do it, and I know she does it, and then there's the rebellion. She's like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and it's like, and then, so you get to the point where you know they know it. Mm. No, you just need to get them to do it. So just the patience is so a cool. Tough. Like I said, I recommend read. I recommend reading this to. Uh, sorry, I recommend everybody read the book uh, World War Z because they actually talk about dogs in that um, context. Uh, so when I, basically the first generation is going to be somewhat useless because the this is in this series. My man, I have to point out because the sense the dead give off is distressing to them because, you know, oh. they're going to chase them, eat them and all things like that. So what they, they actually, one of my favourite parts in the, like, that book is... <laughs> exactly. One of my favourite parts in the book is uh, how they train the dogs and what dogs the role... Uh, sorry, what role the dogs play in that uh, okay. world. It's really good. And they talk about how... Uh, oh, it's, uh, they go so in-depth with this book. Like, it's only, like, it's only like that big. But it goes, like... I don't know. It's That's amazing. pretty awesome. You've got to read it. Like, please. what was it called again? Um, World War Z. They made a terrible yeah. movie out of it, but it's um... yeah. I saw that, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah no, it's terrible. The Pepsi advert, as uh, <laughs> yeah, as uh, Jono likes to say. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exhausted now. She's gone back to sleep. But I think dogs can play a vital role in the apocalypse. Okay? Now, firstly, they have extremely sensitive hearing. Exactly. So and if, noses. If another group is approaching you and they don't mean you well, the dog will wake up, hopefully wake up your crew mm-hmm. so you can see them coming, yeah. be prepared for it, etc. In one aspect, like I Am Legend, how useful was his dog oh. actually? Oh. Wow. Well, I, so I think very. I yeah. th- here's what I say. It was almost most useful mm-hmm. in hunting. terms of... Not hunting, well, no, but psychological hunting. support. Oh, he yeah. was suffering a lot. Like he yeah. made friends with a mannequin and went crazy when it uh, started moving. Um, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> no spoiler. Basically, the zombies moved the yeah. mannequin, mm-hmm. and he went absolutely crazy. He was starting to lose his mind, but when he was with the dog, he had this real like kind of connection with it. He was actually health a lot more healthy mentally, mentally yeah. because of it. Oh, I hundred percent agree with that. Like mm. dogs are man's best friend for a reason. They are the epitome of loyalty in my eyes. They're not gonna they're not gonna betray you essentially. But I think dogs are vital to survive the apocalypse. As you mentioned, the psychological fact is invaluable. Uh, but not only that, they can help with hunting. I'm not just talking about like attacking an animal, like flushing animals out of hiding, like rabbits, for instance, with the ah. PVC by Bo. Um, because it's it's funny because uh, when you're I think uh, I read this or I heard it somewhere when you're hunting a rabbit or stuff like that you're meant to like continually slowly walk through uh-huh. the grass and when you stop that's when they run because that's when they think they've been spotted uh-huh. so you know you train your dog to do stuff mm. like that and you know you're set but puppy um, where like, when they're young they are useless I mean like with <laughs> all animals they are just like humans as well like especially humans humans like the worst of us all because when a human is born it's useless for the first you know five years of its life like it can't do a lot Uh, whereas a giraffe for instance is walking an hour or two after birth a zebra is up pretty much straight away wow so I mean these things like like birth straight away you're useless so keep in mind. But, but even puppies, they only take about one year, yeah. maybe less, oh, de- to be actually really useful. Oh, definitely. So I, I think definitely. it almost might be worth Stephen just chucking her in oh, his backpack, I, and then when he gets to a safe zone, let I, her out, run, definitely. learn her surroundings. So, yeah, if the apocalypse does happen tomorrow, definitely take the dog. Because, A, yeah. as a puppy, it's perfect for being trained. Mm. Um, it's going to get used to the environment, like versus an old dog. So you see a group of zombies ambling towards it. My dog Layla, she'll see that as a oh, someone who can pat me, um, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you know tear her apart. So I don't. That makes me sad. So yes, I take, think take the puppy with you. Take so. the puppy with you is what we're saying. If you don't, I'm going to be uh, mm. very very upset with you. And catch water in her rolls. <laughs> <laughs> um. She's a she. She's got a certain excess of skin, which is cute. I've recently started watching this show. I didn't think I would like it. I, I saw little bits of it and I was like, wow, this show is just completely weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stephen actually convinced me to watch it and I've never regretted it. It's called uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, I love Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick and Morty's the best. It's good. I was... Josh Hegland recommended it to me. Oh, you kidding? No, this was at your uh, wedding. Like, oh, saying, right. <laughs> you like, like all throughout, like your process of getting married, like all the meetups we did. He's the one that's saying, "Oh, have you watched Rick and Morty yet?" Yeah. Like, 
Well, it's a cartoon. I'm not interested in a cartoon. And then, you know, it's just like, you'll love it. You know, you're essentially Rick. And I'm just like, this means nothing to me. <laughs> so the premise of the show, there's basically oh, this uh, grandfather comes back into his family's life. He's this crazy, wacky scientist. It's kind of based off, loosely based off Back to the Future. He's a scientist. He's invented this way to travel between dimensions and realities. And he befriends his grandchild and basically goes on adventures. Now, it, it gets quite weird at times. It gets quite crude, a little bit, but not that much. I mean, it's an adult-oriented cartoon, mm-hmm. uh, so there's little bits of it. But um, basically, what got me about this show, I was completely weirded out, but mm-hmm. what got me is it always had really, really interesting scientific, like sci-fi-type concepts in mm-hmm. it that would make you question reality itself. There's some interesting moments that just make you go, what? Is that the simulation just... episode? Oh man. Oh, so good. <laughs> you a simulation, you little <laughs> So you have to beep, I, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we've never sweared on the podcast <laughs> before. No, that's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a duck quack. Yeah, duck quack. Good, yeah. Um, so I found that really interesting. So there's just some weird stuff in there. Yeah. But it's just really great things that make you think about things in a different way. And a lot of it ties back to like what makes us human and like really interesting analysis was on character did this all go over your head no all this is secondary to me okay because my favorite episode thus far was probably uh, possibly pickle rick uh, where he is just decimating his rats. The That's gore the worst is, episode. Uh, the gore in that is just gorgeous. And, uh, I put the go- <laughs> I put the gorgeous in gore. Um, <laughs> um, so that's the quote at the start of the episode. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like it. So. Um, yeah, I, I I I love the concepts. Like, and the actual detail that they put into this animation is like it may have looked pretty second class, but there was a thing. Uh, this probably spoils it for me. Uh, in a sense, but I saw something on Facebook, you know, saying like, "Oh, the amount of detail that goes into this is amazing." Where spoilers, apparently, Rick shoots Morty. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, I don't know. In an episode, or it could be a flashback. I don't know. Anyway, um, it, it, like with this, there's so many different realities. Nothing's a spoiler because anything could happen. That's true. Yeah, they both mm. die. A lot. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Morty dies in the in in the intro credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Morty's dead. Yeah. That's not a joke. That that happened. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they died when the Cronenberg virus was... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. oh that was so good. Oh, so good. I love that. Um, so, yeah. The Rick and Morty is a hilarious episode. Now, why are we talking about that, you might ask? Oh, well, no, you tie it up. <laughs> are you asking me to tie it back into what yeah, it has you, to do with surviving the You problem? tie this in. Eventually, we're going to need to be able to navigate realities. If this world just goes to rubbish, oh my goodness. we need to find a better one. I actually forgot about this. What? So, now, you know how everything on Facebook is. By the way, Adam just whacked my legs furiously. Yeah, he was so I'm excited. So excited. So, this better be good. Okay, well, this will blow your mind. Okay. Uh, now this is on Facebook so take it with a grain of salt as with oh, okay. most things on Facebook however they'll talk Abraham about, Lincoln said be careful what you see yeah, on exactly. Facebook like a, so take this I don't know may the force be with you from I don't know Captain Picard yeah. uh, no, okay. um, no so there was this uh, gentleman who arrived in an airport with a passport that was didn't match anything on earth with a, I can't remember the country's name it was an official looking passport I had like ID chips and everything inside of it but this country did not exist. What? 
And then, as like they were like, oh, this is obviously a fake passport, we need to interview you, they couldn't find him, he disappeared. So I thought it was off. You were talking about uh, dimensional shifting or yeah, slippage obviously... or what have you. What happens if he was just in a different reality? Or what happens if they did take him and then, you know, take him away to a different bunker somewhere to study his different dimensional uh, uptake or what have you? Well, not uptake, uh, makeup, that's what I'm thinking of. Wow. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. So, but yeah, it, an interesting concept of if. Let's say the zombie virus completely wiped out the planet. Do we somehow discover the technology to jump through a different dimension? It's an interesting thing. I personally would like that, but mm. I could take over multiple dimensions. I could be Galactus. What's his name? Uh, no, not Galacticus. Um, what's the one off? Get back to me. Continue. Um, well, interesting enough, they capture. Cthulhu is chasing after them. And they have a little baby Cthulhu. I love it. You know? Yeah, Cthulhu's great. I love Cthulhu. Wow. It's a god of death? No, what is the lord of madness lord and despair. Lord of madness and despair. Oh, <laughs> fascinating. Same difference. Yeah. Yeah. Why would Rick be stealing a baby child of despair? And Why what? does Rick do anything? That's <laughs> <Yeah>, fascinating. <laughs> I, just, I just love that. It's in the intro. So, good. so if you're into high-concept anyway. sci-fi and you like a TV show that's quick and you don't mind weird stuff on the screen occasionally, I recommend the show. And there's a I recommend it also. dimension where dogs are... Um, oh, the super race, yeah. <laughs> uh, the super race and humans are the pets, so, yep. you know, yep. what's not to love? Brilliant. Oh, and so good way to cool. tie together. We've actually got questions coming through. Oh, no, we didn't see them. Oh, sorry. Oh, we've we've the undead. We've, uh, I'm going to say yes, depending on the virus, uh, if it is a uh, transported... Uh, through species so for instance a lot of animals can't get viruses human viruses such as colds or what have you um, but yeah if it jumps through species then definitely definitely well don't okay. oh, don't worry don't care <laughs> I was just going to say isn't that again I am legend the dog uh, yeah, the dog couldn't get gets it the infection until he got bitten so he kills his dog. Yeah, um, that sad. was brutal. That really was really sad. Oh, yeah, I, I can't watch that. I literally, like, every time yeah. that scene's coming on that movie, I, I have to back up. It's I cannot, too much, yeah. I, I, animals die Whenever dogs die, like, it's so. just like, people can die as much, and I'm fine, if mm-hmm. Doggo dies. That's it. Or, like, the Independence Day when the dog's running through the tunnel. It's like... Thousands of people dying in it. Who cares? Oh, yeah. if a dog, like, get out, dog. Quick, dog, get into that side passage because, yeah. you know, that's how fire works. So um, if I'm on the crew with, like, Stephen and Pay is there, <laughs> Pay is and there's priority. me, and he's got to choose between one of the two, he's going to yeah, choose Pay. It's like his dog always yeah, gets You're it. just a human, right? Oh. <laughs> so, um, anyway, we better conclude the episode. Really? Yeah. But we're having so much fun. <laughs> If it's a long episode, it's just a great episode. So officially, we're recording this ending, spoilers, uh, before we've actually watched it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that little segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll pretty much exclusively I'm I'm guessing I just ran out of the movie and, like, Adam had to try and find me because I was so terrified. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I should just take a quick couple of minutes to talk about our expectations for the movie, I reckon. Mm, Yes. John has... You've never seen a horror movie on the screen before, have you? I I have not, no. No. In okay. fact, I think I've only ever watched like a few minutes of a horror movie ever, like on TV. <laughs> this is going to be a very... I'm going to become a man after this. Yes. Mm. Um, I, it's going to be great. I, I, I Horror movies are kind of nothing to me, but to equalise the playing field with John, I have a very distaste for clowns. Uh. So uh, I am... Uh, yeah, not overly enthused to go see this movie, but I'm doing it for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And an important thing as well for me, like, 
you can switch off watching anything like and say, oh, it's not real, it's just a movie. Yeah. But you got to let yourself oh. just go into it, you know, and it, which can be... Because I learned that, because I, I used to love horrors, but they used to scare me so much as well, and then I learned how to... Switch not off. be scared well that's part of the then, that can be part of the thing you like know, desensitizing but, yourself yeah. good way of tying it back into how to survive the apocalypse Done. survival skill being able to detach from yeah. a situation desensitize yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool alright so for now um, until we get back next time uh, we'll well for you it's going to be instantaneous for us it's going to be a few hours yeah. but we'll talk to you right after these short messages so we're on our way to see the uh, movie It, as mentioned in our podcast. Uh, here we have John also recording me. Hello, John. John's, Hello. John, I'd say, is quite frightened as well. I am absolutely terrified. I had to, like, drink water and then, like, weird all that, so there's no chance I'll wet my pants in the movie. Well, you don't realise, you know, that's probably just going to stay in your system until one pivotal moment where doom is going to fall upon... You know, something's going to jump out and you're just going to wet yourself. Oh, oh bother. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. So, uh, we're about to meet up with Andrew. I think, is that him over there, maybe? Nope, that's someone doing shopping okay so um wish us luck because i'm terrified beyond all belief and steve is i'm neutral he's neutral but okay, i don't like clowns clowns suck um you can't say that on a podcast i'm not yeah i can that's fine i'm not saying like regular clowns I'm just, on your own yeah no no on certain apocalypse the nerds way oh no you can't say that oh no, it's fine um but oh, yes this the, is supposed to be a family friendly show it is i didn't use anything vulgar about death and unbelievable oh yeah true so here is this glorious glorious man right here hello say hello there Oh, you good man. So this is a long time to say. Um, yeah, man. Jesus, man, how tall did you get? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's not like any town I've ever been in before. People die or disappear six times the national average. And that's just grown-ups. Kids are worse. Way, way worse. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Surviving the Apocalypse of the Nerds Way. I'm John. I just what? Want to say, <laughs> I just wanted to, say, wait, I just wanted to see if you wanted to say I'm Adam. No, I'm, I'm John, and that's Adam. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, and with us, we have a special guest. Uh, we have Mr. Andrew Van Dorm. Say hello. Hello, hello everybody. So, uh, Andrew, uh, what podcast do you uh, come from? I come from Screen Review Time Work. It's a... Uh, Werp? Werp. <laughs> That's right, yes. Yeah. Uh, search for Werp, it also comes up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, no, I won't. Don't do that. No, no. <laughs> Screen Review Time Warp is where I come from. Mm-hmm. Yep. My friends Tyson and Zach. Yes, indeed. And I listen to your podcast. I love it. Uh, as I said before, early on in the show, uh, uh, you changed my mind about Wonder Woman. And I said, <laughs> spoiled the movie for me. But it was a very, like, yes, I, we I thought it was a good. very heavy spoiler podcast. Indeed. We, warned, we do try, but towards the end of it, it's just we let loose. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. Um, so we've just come out uh, and finished watching. I don't, I'd also like to say. Oh, okay. So we just watched it. Yeah. Oh. And Andrew is the only representative from his podcast, so he's yeah. now the bravest he is host on that exactly, show. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, Tyson chickened out. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did chicken out. Yeah, usually, yeah. I think uh, Zach's ready to go, but he's mm. doing it with his friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he said he wasn't doing an IMAX or something yeah. like that. So that's probably going to be even so terrifying. I think what he's saying is, I'm not his friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you heard it here. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just finished. We've just come out, uh, and it was. I thought it was a brilliant movie. Um, it loved it. Oh, it was shot so well. Mm-hmm. Dialogue yeah. went well. I don't care what anyone says. Kid swearing is hilarious. Oh no! Right. <laughs> oh my god. So that was that was Wolfheart, wasn't it? That yeah. was the kid from yeah, Stranger he was Things. The main kid that had all the one-liners. Like, mm-hmm. go blow your dad. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, that was hilarious. <laughs> I love all the like your mum jokes as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, that oh, was dude. so good. Um, so yeah, very. Uh, adult language you know, sorry adult a, lot, language, yeah, yeah. a lot of adult language in the film uh, but oh man the like the effects department as well was oh, brilliant how yeah. they turned it into a scary oh. clown it it's just every nightmare that you've ever had about a clown yeah. is what mm. they portray. Yeah, I mean, I, I ha- I'm no fan of clowns whatsoever. I hate clowns. Mm. And I'm sorry if you're a clown out there, but you're an abomination. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> Find a new profession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the way, like, he's portrayed, and, like, Bill Skazgard, I think that's his name. I'm not I sure. No idea. I have no Like, that's who portrayed. I can't remember yeah. pronounce his last name correctly. I mean, that might be correct. Um, but is that the actor? The actor who played the, it, yeah. Played uh, Pennywise, yeah. yeah. It was, like, he played it so so well yeah. like he got into character magnificently and I'm sure you guys will cover it more on your yeah, um, podcast but the way he like he he's not really on board for a sequel because he said like the oh. way it's shot it's so like he's very isolated in his yeah. shooting like he doesn't oh. interact a lot with the kids and yeah. there's not a lot of story for him yeah. uh, but he like he did it so well, and his eyes. Because that's him. No, no, that's act actually moving his eyes. No. Not, not all yeah. the time, like not oh, rolling in not, the back of his head. No, but, but like he, when they're moving in and hard. out. Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. why he was chosen to think, because he can move each of his eyes independently. Oh, yeah. For me, it was more just the way he spoke. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. deep and the grunting and all that always freaks me out. Even when the Joker did it in yeah. Yeah. Dark Knight, that mm-hmm. still freaked me out. This freaked me out even more. Yeah. Yeah. Damn clowns. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for like, if I was a cinema worker, I would have to frighten. And, like I would probably wait outside for anyone who wanted to go to the bathroom yeah. and then charge at them. <laughs> uh, but I'm an evil, evil man, um, and I'm glad that didn't happen because I actually had to go to the toilet halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was very surprised when you got up. I was like, didn't he want to see this more than the rest? Oh, of I do. I know. Yeah, yeah but I had like coffee and tea and everything, so I'm just like, oh, yeah. um, oh. But it was like, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. It wasn't like, in my opinion, and I think you shared this one as mm-hmm. well. Um, like, it wasn't. As scary as I thought it no, was going to be. No, no, it wasn't um, as scary. I thought it was... Like, there was a lot of jump scares and things oh, like yeah, that. absolutely. But there was no... I don't know. Like, there's no huge overarching fear throughout the movie. No. Yeah. Um, the, way but, yeah. That, the way that they turned the kids' nightmares, though, that was... That was good. That yeah. was creepy. Mm-hmm. That was messed up. That That's what you wanted from that movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially yeah. that lady from the picture. That yeah, movie. and especially, like, when the kid's on the ground and it's got its, like, yeah. mouth... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Minor spoilers in uh, this review, just so you're aware, people. I know it's probably too late now, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Pennywise is a clown. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, John, what did you think? 
Um, so that was my first horror movie. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I've watched one on TV, first one in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was more scared in the lead up because I was scared for how scared I was going to be. <laughs> and then, so the whole thing was kind of like, oh, phew, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That said, it was still scared. And like, I'm not going to say, oh, I was bored or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, there were times where you were. Oh, yeah. definitely. I mean, my only criticism of the movie. Um, and like, this is only from like a personal movie-going experience, right? I didn't like uh, like all the scenes with Bethany and her father, Beverly and her father. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was a bit messed up. Honestly, yeah. so I only covered my eyes for this scene, so it's yeah. a, a bad relationship between yeah. a father and a, a bad daughter. father. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, like, I don't back it, but then I can understand that's her fear. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. She, that's yeah. her life fear, mm-hmm. where everyone else is just like, I'm scared of clowns. I'm yeah. scared of this picture. I'm scared this of infection. Like an actual yeah. dread. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So can, like, that's probably the one that's based on reality the most, yeah. really. Yeah, um, yeah his, I guess Stephen King, it's good that he's writing a way for people, well, it's just an impossible situation yeah, to be definitely. in, but mm-hmm. writing that inspiration to be able to overcome Oh, that situation. Yeah, anyway. I mean, like when you is that in the book with the girl? I, I, I haven't read the book. I'm yeah, not going to lie. No, um, no, I've only read. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is partly a book review podcast as well. Uh, it but, is. Yeah, technically it is. <laughs> but yeah, that's on my list as well. Now, the I find like while like Beverly, I, in my opinion, was the bravest character out of all of them, like yeah. in overcoming yeah. her fear, because yeah. Asia was the first person to say, you know, like I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like in her like overcoming the fear of her father in that regard I find yeah. that to be like the probably the clincher like she was definitely the mm. the hero of the group in that yeah. yeah although I have to find it quite humorous where Bill was just like yeah we need to stay together we're gonna be great you know you can't hurt us if we're together oh I'm gonna run off after my you know baby brother oh, you know yeah. oh, I'm just like what, what are you but doing idiot that's a typical horror movie oh, like, I know. just don't yeah. go in that door and you'll be fine and like <laughs> poor, <gonna> go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean poor Andrew he's sitting next to me and I'm just like I'm in an R ring throughout the entire movie just going like oh, stupid. Oh, I don't want to sing this. <laughs> I, did, I did notice and I'm like it's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I hate this guy. I've never seen a movie with him again. It's perfectly acceptable. But it was, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. Uh, I just checked then, obviously, um, thirty-five million dollar budget, and yeah. it's already grossed over like two hundred and what did I say, two hundred and seventy-three million or something. Yeah, that's um, correct. And so it's now the highest grossing. Yeah, rate. yeah, highest wow. grossing, like quickest in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Um, beat Deadpool, yeah. which was cool. Uh, but yeah, I just I thought it was a good movie. Like I. If you're not into horror, mm. I'd still recommend you to like watch this movie. Yeah. Because while there are scary bits, yeah. you're not like on the edge of your seat for most of the movie. No. There's like maybe three scenes, you'd yeah. agree? Like three where scenes. it's yeah. like, like you're really like like yeah. the house yeah. the first time. Oh, yeah. I thought that was... Oh, yeah. That was messed up. And how uh, the effects department when it came like when Pennywise came out of the fridge, mm. that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like all the like the contortion, contortion. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think I recall like don't quote me on this, but I think I recall Bill actually not obviously a lot of the turning around and stuff like that, but he actually came out of the fridge in a certain uh, poses oh, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I think like I said, don't quote me on that, but that's something that's tickling my memory a little. Yeah. So yeah, but I just wanted to let you know obviously everything else going on. So mm. oh. if you ever want to hear actual reviews of movies go listen to Andrew's oh, podcast definitely. it's a yeah. lot better yeah yeah well, like this is just yeah, a, that, that is our preference yeah that is it. <laughs> <laughs> ours is just like a, hey this movie's great yeah like where they go into actual detail like seriously guys listen to their podcast because they go into awesome detail of uh, production members mm. uh, like directors and things like that like some of the names yeah. you just rattle off I'm just like how do, how do you know these things yeah. I mean it's so it's, good it's like I was saying to 
someone before. Mm. It's um, it, it's things that you like, and if you like yeah. it, you're going to know it. Oh, it's yeah, going to ramble off easily. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, come and listen to us talk, because we mm. know what we're kind of talking about. And <laughs> <laughs> the other times we just act really surprised that someone else knows more than I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I've found is that you're the definitely the comic book uh, oh, yeah. type of lore master oh, in the yeah. group. Aficionado. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, Tyson's got his collection and everything, Yeah, uh, but, like, listening to some of the stuff, you're just like, no, no, I think it's actually this, and it's you 75 oh, of wow. this yeah. and I was like you see the only reason I know that is from listening to other podcasts so uh, radio. That's, that's where mm-hmm. I draw my knowledge from I let alone the comic books but mm-hmm. I listen to them because obviously other people know them more than me yep. so. I'm too much of a nerd I listen to like astrology uh, sorry astronomy well, not astrology <laughs> <laughs> astronomy podcasts yeah. so it's actually really cool stuff but anyway that's way off topic yeah. um, so it Highly recommended. John, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, well, I want to know how oh, okay. Andrew thinks watching horror movies, can it help us oh, survive the apocalypse? Yeah. Well, it can brace you for what's happening outside. Mm-hmm. That way you're not scared when you go outside. So desensitization. Yes, there you go. There you go, yeah. If, if you, if you, you well. embrace it and whatever's outside mm-hmm. is bad enough, sweet yeah I like it I so go and see horror movies so that way you are prepared <laughs> yes. for the coming doom that is sure to fall upon us all um, <laughs> and you'll desensitize yourself so that way when I don't know some disgusting swamp monster bursts out of the uh, the sewers to eat your face and I always that can actually happen oh yeah oh, oh yeah Think about, we talked about genetic mutation, genetic, not genetic, uh, genetic mutations which occur over millions of years, but in my mind it takes literally weeks. Um, and yeah, but it's fine. Anyway, guys, um, thanks for tuning in. John, do you have any final thoughts or anything else you want to ask our esteemed guests or me? That's it, but I'm never going to a circus again. <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> so that's uh, uh, it from us from uh, Surviving the Apocalypse in the Nerd's Way. Uh, not Surviving the Apocalypse. Sorry, what was the other one? I don't remember. Oh, uh, neither do I. Either. It's so funny. Oh, so, uh, long story anyway guys uh, thanks for tuning in and listening and thank you for all the user submitted questions when we were live earlier today mm, um, Gabby and Sean so thank you very much mm. and uh, yeah we hope to see you and talk to you again soon and uh, keep check out yeah. time oh, screen review time warp that's screen review time warp yeah Green Review Time Warp, check it out. If yeah. you want to get in contact with us, uh, we're at uh, thenerdsway at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. Um, what's the Twitter handle again? The Nerdsway underscore pod. The Nerdsway underscore pod. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at uh, Voice of Adam. And you're on Twitter at. Oh, J L O K E L Y. My name is hard to spell. That's cool. Uh, you're on Twitter? Yes, Van underscore Dawn123. 123. Got to love it. Yeah, perfect. Love it. So keep your go bag ready, guys, and um, filled with movies and DVDs and music. Ho- hopefully, no clowns. Hopefully, no clowns. Seriously, check that backpack beforehand. And um, much love to you all, and have a wonderful night or day, whatever. Bye! Okay, it's been a while. You're welcome. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I want my ambience. Yeah. Okay, so. Hi, and welcome to. Maybe let's cut that. Let's try again.